Douglas Warren. Yes. Commissioner Foley. Present. And Commissioner Vergara. Here. We expect Commissioner Wright to be absent today. Commissioners, first on your agenda is general public comment. At this time, members of the public may address the commission on items of interest to the public that are within the subject matter jurisdiction of the commission except agenda items. With respect to agenda items, your opportunity to address the commission will be afforded when the item is reached in the meeting. Um, if you're in the chambers, please come forward. If you're calling in remotely, you need to press star three or raise your hand via WebEx. Seeing no request to speak, commissioners, general public comment is closed. And we can move on to department matters. Item one, department announcements. Good afternoon, commissioners. Rich Sucre, department staff. I'm just providing a quick update on your landmark designation work program. The Colombo Arch went forward to the full board um, for its second read, um, so it's on our way towards becoming our next uh, city landmark. We've also received the initiation for the San Francisco Fire Station number 44, which is in the Visitation Valley neighborhood, which was initiated by Supervisor Walton. Um, in the other news, uh, the Planning Department, let's just pull up my notes, um, received, and I should say the commissioners also received an invitation from the Church of the Fellowship of All Peoples um, regarding an L their event on Sunday, October 15th at 3 p.m. at their home at 2041 Larkin Street. Um, this is basically during their annual Howard Thurman convention, um, Convocation. So they've invited the Historic Preservation Commissioners to attend and celebrate the landmarking of their property, um, which is amazing. And I also wanted to draw your attention to another event that one of our community partners um, is bringing forward. The San Francisco African American Arts and Culture Cultural District is opening their community business hub and having their grand opening on Saturday, October 7th from 12 to 3 um, at their community business hub, which is 5172 Third Street. So both the groups would enjoy and um, your attendance. And that is all on my end. Okay, if there are no questions for Mr. Sucre, we can move on to commission matters for item two, consideration of adoption draft minutes for September 20th, 2023. Commissioners, it's been brought to my attention that the minutes, the link to the minutes from the agenda was um, uh, not working. And so uh, I would request that we continue this item. Motion to continue. I'll second that. Thank you, commissioners, on that motion to continue this to the next hearing of October 18th, 2023. Commissioner Vergara? Yes. Commissioner Foley? Aye. Commissioner Nagas Warren? Yes. And Commission President Matsuda? Yes. So moved, commissioners. That motion passes unanimously four to zero. Item three, commission comments and questions. I um, just have two comments. First, um, the planning department with the African American Historic uh, African-American Cultural District had a workshop last Monday um, uh, from, what was it, 4 to 7 p.m. I thought it was um, a great turnout. I think you had people of all generations, uh, residents from both the Bayview and the Western Edition who all came together. And for many, it was like memory lane when they were able to write down, uh, I think, very important and memorable um, places of business, places of worship, places of community in, in both districts. And I, I commend the planning department staff for really trying to be as inclusive as possible and for allowing community to tell their story. So thank you very much for doing that. 
The second thing is that uh, I'd like to conclude today's Historic Preservation Commission meeting in memory of Senator Dianne Feinstein. If there are no other commissioner comments, we can move on to consideration of items proposed for continuance. Item four, case number 2023-006996 PCA for permits to install business signs to historic buildings or buildings in conservation districts in the C3 downtown area. Planning code amendment is proposed for continuance to November 1st, 2023. Further commissioners under your consent calendar, item five, case number 2023-002748-COA. At one, Dr. Carlton B. Goodlip placed a certificate of appropriateness, had some posting issues, and so it will need to be continued as well. And the proposed date is also November 1st, 2023. I have no other items proposed for continuance, so we should take public comment. Members of the public, if you care to, you can address the commission on either of the two items proposed for continuance, only on the matter of continuance. Again, if you're in the chambers, please come forward. If you're calling in remotely, you need to press star three or raise your hand via WebEx. Seeing no requests to speak, commissioners, um, public comment is closed <coughs> and your continuance calendar is before you. Motion to continue both to November 1st. Second. Thank you, commissioners. On that motion to continue items as proposed, Commissioner Vergara. Can you use your microphone? Turn your microphone on. Thank you. I wanted to make one comment. I, and I spoke with uh, Ms. Taylor from the staff uh, the other day. It would be great if we could have some kind of artist renditions when we do take this up on November 1st of what it would look like. It's really tough for me to tell what it's going to be just from the plans. I'm really concerned about the, the uh, pedestal holding up the bust of Mayor Rolfe, that it isn't uh, obscured too much. On the matter of continuance? Yes. Thank you. Commissioner Foley? Aye. Commissioner Nagas Warren? Yes. And Commission President Matsuda? Yes. So move, Commissioners, that motion passes unanimously four to zero. Okay. Uh, commissioners, that will place us under your regular calendar for items six, seven, and eight, case numbers 2023-003984 MLS, 2023-003779 MLS and 2023-003555 MLS for the properties at 988 Market Street, 2209 Webster Street, and 148 through 152 Fillmore Street, respectively. These are um, for your consideration to adopt resolutions recommending to the Board of Supervisors approval of Mills Act applications. Good afternoon, Commissioner Shannon Ferguson, Planning Department staff. Um, if I could have the overhead, please. The items before you today are three Mills Act historical property contracts. The Mills Act legislation authorizes local government to enter into contracts with private owners of qualified historic properties. This agreement provides property tax reduction to the owners who can then allocate the savings towards appropriate rehabilitation, restoration, and maintenance plans. Um, and the department currently holds 46 active Mills Act contracts. The department received all three of today's Mills Act applications by the May 1st filing date. 
department staff reviewed each application for completeness and then conducted pre-approval inspections and also worked with the applicants to revise the rehabilitation, restoration, and maintenance plans as necessary. All three property owners will enter into the MILSAC contract with the city. The agreements are 10-year revolving contracts that are renewed annually. Your convention packets contain a valuation for each property, outlining the potential property tax savings for the first year. These figures were compiled by the assessor recorder's office. Each property owner has outlined, with the assistance of department staff, rehabilitation, restoration, and maintenance plans that ensure that work will be completed in conformance with the Secretary of the Interior standards for rehabilitation. The first MILSAC contract is at 148-152 Fillmore Street. It's located on the east side of Fillmore Street between Waller and Germania Streets. It's a contributing building to the Hayes Valley Residential Historic District, which is listed in the California Register of Historical Resources. 148-52 Fillmore Street is a Queen Anne-style Romeo flat building. It's two and a half stories over a basement garage, wood frame, four units, Residential building constructed circa 1900 and features a gable roof and central staircase with balconies. The proposed rehabilitation plan proposes to bolt the foundation to the sill, repair and paint the siding, repair front stairs and railings, repair and replace windows, soft story upgrade, uh, replace roof, and repair doors. The estimated cost of the proposed rehabilitation work is $225,000. The maintenance plan proposes to inspect and make any necessary repairs to windows, doors, siding, and stairs on an annual basis and the roof every five years. The estimated cost of maintenance work is $20,000 annually. The subject property meets three of the five priority considerations, necessity, investment, and distinctiveness. The proposed rehabilitation will require significant associated costs to ensure the preservation of the subject property, and the property owner will invest additional money towards rehabilitation other than that uh, for routine maintenance, including structural upgrades. Finally, the proposed rehabilitation project will preserve and enhance the integrity of the building. The assessor determined that the property owner will receive an estimated $14,184 in property tax savings in the first year. This is the 59.4% reduction from the factored base year value. Next is 988 Market Street, which is located on the north side of Market Street between Taylor and Mason Streets, and is listed as a Category 1 significant building under Article 11 of the Planning Code, and is also a contributor to the Market Street Theater and Lost Historic District, uh, which is listed in the National Register of Historic Places. It's an eight-story plus basement steel frame office building designed by local architect of merit G. Albert Landsberg in the Renaissance Revival style and constructed in 1922. The building is currently valued by the assessor's office at over $5 million. A historic structure report was submitted to demonstrate that granting an exemption to the valuation limit would assist in the preservation of a particularly significant resource. Although the property is not in danger of demolition or substantial alteration, staff supports an eligibility exemption because of the applicant's commitment to rehabilitating and maintaining the facade and public interior spaces of the building. The rehabilitation plan proposes to re rehabilitate the historic terracotta facades, wood frame windows, roofing, marble stairs, floor plates, attic, and parapet walls. The estimated cost of the proposed rehabilitation work is $576,259. The maintenance plan proposes to inspect and make any necessary repairs to the historic terracotta facades, 
the wood frame windows, as well as the roofing and the parapet walls on an annual basis. The estimated cost of maintenance work is $20,000 annually. The subject property meets three of the five priority considerations, necessity, investment, and distinctiveness. The proposed rehabilitation will require significant associated costs to ensure the preservation of the property, and the property owner will invest additional money towards re the rehabilitation other than for routine maintenance. Finally, the proposed rehabilitation project will preserve and enhance the integrity of the building. The assessor determined the property owner will receive an estimated $176,681 in property tax savings in the first year. Um, this is a 69.19% reduction from factor base year value. And our last property today is 2209 Webster Street. It's located on the west side of Webster Street between Washington and Clay Streets. It's a contributing building to the Webster Street Historic District, listed under Article 10 of the Planning Code. 2209 Webster Street is a two-story plus basement wood frame, single-family dwelling designed in the Italianate style by Henry Hinkle and built circa 1900. The rehabilitation plan proposes to replace the roof, repair doors and windows, and repair and paint the siding. The estimated cost of the rehabilitation work is $238,000. The maintenance plan proposes to inspect and make any necessary repairs to windows, doors, siding, the porch, and a roof on an annual basis. The estimated cost of maintenance work is $3,800 annually. Uh, the property meets three of the five priority considerations, necessity, investment, and distinctiveness. The proposed rehabilitation will require significant associated costs to ensure the preservation of the property. The property owner will invest additional money towards the rehabilitation other than for routine maintenance. And finally, the proposed rehabilitation project will preserve a distinctive example of a grouping of Italianate homes constructed circa 1900. The assessor determined the property owner will receive an estimated $17,000 in property tax savings the first year. Um, this is a 70% reduction from factor of base year value. Uh, staff recommends, um, the Historic Preservation Commission recommend approval of all three Mills Act applications to the Board of Supervisors for the following reasons. The properties are all qualified historic resources. Their rehabilitation and maintenance plans are found to be appropriate, and all proposed work is intended to meet the Secretary of the Interior standards. This concludes my presentation. I'm happy to answer any questions. And um, the property owners are in attendance today and would like to address the commission. Um, we'll start with the owners of the Fillmore Street property, followed by Market Street, and then Webster Street. Thank you. Through the chair, you'll each have three minutes. Excuse me? You'll have three minutes, sir. Oh, thank you. Um, Yes, I'm Mark Stemple, uh, one of the owners of uh, 148 to 152 Fillmore Street. And um, we purchased the building about a year and a half ago. And um, it is in need of uh, some substantial work. Um, it's a beautiful building. Um, it's really in a, in a great neighborhood. Um, and um, we're just asking for some um, assistance through the Mills Act in order to do the, uh, the maintenance and um, repairs that I think would really bring the 
building back to its uh, former uh, beauty and uh, believe that it would uh, help to um, enhance the neighborhood. And, um, and we're also, we're not just using money from the Mills Act, we're also contributing um, our own resources as well. So um, we're just here to um, request assistance um, to, to do that. So thank you. Uh, hello, commissioners. Uh, my name is Mark Shkolnikov, and uh, on behalf of the owners for 988 Market, I just want to thank you for your consideration of our Mills Act application. Um, the Mills Act will have a really significant impact in offsetting our, our rehabilitation costs, and we're also simultaneously um, currently in the process of applying for an office to residential conversion in the building. So um, thank you. Hi, I'm Michael Foley. My wife, May, is here. And we also have two children who are six and eight. We immediately fell in love when we saw this house last year. It was a fixer-upper in need of expensive repairs, but we had no idea we'd be able to live in such a magnificent house. May is a trained architect and an artist, and we're both passionate about preserving the beauty of the city. The house has a historic significance. It's the first house ever built by the renowned architect Henry Hinkle in 1878 who went on to build many of the famed Pacific Heights Victorians. When we bought it last year, it was an abandoned office and had fallen into disrepair. Our neighbor says that he'd never seen anyone enter the building in 30 years. We aim to restore the house to its original purpose as a single family Victorian home and raise our children there. We are committed to the true historic preservation of this house inside and out, not just routine maintenance. We're not knocking down walls to make an open floor plan. When we fix broken windows, it's with restoration glass. Where the original crown molding has broken, we restore it the proper way. We even pulled up the office carpet and some old linoleum and restored the, restored the original Douglas fir floors. We're bringing it back to its original glory, and a Mills Act contract is essential to helping us preserve its historic character because we are deeply committed to rehabilitate and maintain it the right way, but it's expensive work and we're sacrificing a lot to preserve the house the way it deserves. We appreciate that passersby passers are always taking photos of our house because it's a prime example of the Italian style. Our vision is that due to our stewardship, San Franciscans 100 years from now will continue to walk down our block and be able to admire this architectural gift. A Millsat contract will help us contribute to the beauty of this historic street. Thanks for your consideration. Thank you. Okay, any other public comment on either of these applications or any of these applications? Seeing no members of the public coming forward and no raised hands, uh, public comment is closed and these applications are now before you, commissioners. Thank you. Commissioner Foley? Hi, I just, um, I read all the reports and I wanna say to staff, thank you very much for the work that you did. I know it's a, it's a lot of work to actually do the Mills Act. Uh, for the for the three applicants, I really appreciate what you're doing. It's a real pain to renovate old buildings. 
and to care for old buildings. And for uh, Market Street, big commercial buildings, as you see, they're going back to banks all the time. And I'm really happy that you're going to invest in that building and try to bring back mid-market. So thank you very much. Thank you. Commissioner Vergara? I'd just like to echo Commissioner Foley's comments. Thank you for caring so much about those buildings and putting the time and effort and, and uh, expense into it. Thank you. Commissioner Nagas Warren. Um, uh, uh, of course, I appreciate all of what everybody is doing for these buildings. Um, I, I do want to just um, have a reminder of uh, 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 referencing the Secretary of the Interior Standards um, and the guidelines um, just to look at the specifics of how uh, rehabilitation works and um, what specific things are appropriate for historic buildings um, and certainly the planners will help you do that um, and one thing that I always think about is uh, replacement of, of the old growth wood windows um, and how uh, you know those are the most stable um, in, in their uh, existing state um, because of their denseness um, and uh, of course now nowadays we're looking at energy, all of that. So any way that you can make those work um, would be greatly appreciated just to uh, retain the integrity of these buildings and how they were um, originally used and um, displayed to the public. Um, they, it all means something. Um, and sometimes when I go by buildings and I see, you know, they've got vinyl windows or something like that, it, 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 it directly, you know, does take a take a um, you know, take away from the building so I appreciate that all of you are considerate of, of what you're doing um, and you know look at the guidelines look at the California Historical Building Code see what ways that you can um, use those um, to to continue to uh, rehab rehabilitate these buildings in an appropriate way thank you thank you and I'd also want to thank you for undertaking this pretty challenging task, but to be good stewards about um, very important resources in the city and county of San Francisco. And I'm sure you, you don't need to be told again, but the Mills Act took a lot to, to become a, a very important program to the state of California. And we are hoping that you will serve as models for other uh, property owners in the future who do own historic uh, buildings of historic significance so that we can continue to promote historic preservation throughout the city. So thanks for your work. Uh, Commissioner Nagas Warren. Just one other comment, you know, uh, related to mechanical electrical plumbing, we, you know, it, as much as you can put into the building and not expose it to the exterior, that also preserves the character of these buildings. So, you know, work with the planners and see what can be done. So appreciate that. Thank you. Motion to approve all three. Second. Thank you, commissioners, on that motion to adopt recommendations for approval on all three Mills Act applications. Commissioner Vergara. Yes. Commissioner Foley. Aye. Commissioner Nuggis Warren. Yes. And Commission President Matsuda. Yes. So move, commissioners. And I think that concludes today's. It does. And we're adjourning in the honor of in the, Senator Dianne In the Dianne honor Feinstein. of Senator Dianne Feinstein. Thank you, everyone.